Welcome to Travel and Talk. And um, as this is your first trip with Nicolette and myself, Amya, I would like to give you some background as to why we like talking while traveling. And Nicolette and I, when discussing this first episode, um, as many first things, it is a step in faith and a step into the unknown for both of us. We thought we would like to give an introduction as to what communication is to each of us. And then hopefully get to a bridge of what communication is to us in combination. So that is the aim of, the, of this first episode. And throughout the episode, we will give a bit of clarity as to what our dream is with Travel and Talk and how we hope to seed something into each of our listeners' lives with this dream. So here we go. Welcome and enjoy this trip with us. Thank you, Amya. It was a great session to start a lovely week. Travel and talk. Oh, Nicolette, I'm <laughs> and maybe just to tell our listeners this as well, Nicolette and I really are different, um, different ages of the world at this stage. <laughs> so, uh, Nicolette, would you give us some background as to where you are at the moment? And then I will... Yes, I would love to. I am sitting in an oasis called Riyadh. In, it's the capital city of Saudi Arabia. What a magnificent country. The culture, rich cult culture, amazing people, quite a big expat community. So sitting in the desert, talking to you from a very green UK. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we, um, as you've now heard, I'm, I'm or phoning in and talking in from the UK. And Nicolette and I actually moved, um, met in South Africa many years ago and so through our travels of life we actually reconnected a while back um, via Nicolette's um, interesting very interesting and life-giving pieces on Facebook and this is where this dream was seeded and birthed and so we recently moved from South Africa to the UK and so in a way we are traveling while talking from yes. different different places in the yes. world. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't it so, I mean, everybody looks at communication in a different way. So if, we, exactly. if we're talking about communication, we all have a different definition. For me, a person, communication starts in controlling your breathing and your heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Because just before you speak, I don't know about other people, but even just in a group with people I know, when I really want to say something that I'm serious about, I first have to consider to control myself, not to be over-emotional or to forget something that I wanted to say. So for me, communication is not just about the words, but it's about the heartbeat and the breath in what you have to say. Mm, what is your take on it? I like thinking about the communication. I wanted to take it down a bit, even to like the very core of it. And I, I would say it's a message. Mm, um, and exactly what you are saying, it encompasses not just words or the voice, but the whole body and the whole being of a person. Yes. Um, and that to me, it's exactly what you're saying. If, if the message is worthy, it is worthy to control how it is. Um, carried over and yes. I think that brings in exactly that the whole body your thoughts are you thinking about what you're saying or are you just 
talking while thinking of other things, um, you know, what, what in yourself is zoned into that communication at that moment? Yes. Very, and, very to, and to be mindful when you have a conversation. Yes. Th- that's one of the best things that we actually had as a family. In Afrikaans, we call it kayait kayers. So if you translate it, it will be a cabin chat. But we traveled quite a lot. And because we had the children in the car, we had to taught them how to have a conversation and how to be more interesting. So we would just put topics out there to talk about. And it's so easy to gossip, eh? And we call it communication. Gossip is gossip and it's wrong. But to be interesting and to communicate, you must have certain topics on the table. So what we did... And this, I give all the credit to Mitch Albom, the writer of the very well-known book, Tuesdays with Mori. But he said in one of his interviews, the journalists asked him what inspires him to write. And he said, surround yourself with good art, good music, and good books. And the inspiration will come by itself. Now, just thinking about it, if you connect with new people that you don't know, really don't know, what is the best thing to connect with? It's to ask someone, what are you reading at the moment? Or you would, will just admire an artwork in the houses. And that will start a very interesting conversation. And even though you don't know about anything about the subject or the artist, at least you have some kind of interesting input that you can put into it. And that's what we actually want to create with this travel and talk, is to actually encourage people to be brave and just to give your opinion, even if it differs from some anybody else's, it matters. And what I love about that, what you're saying in like having the braveness or the boldness, the courage really to give your opinion is the first time you do it, if it's something, if you're not a talker, if you're not keen to communicate um, consciously with other people, you very often feel uncomfortable and you never do it. Whereas if you, Mm. we want to encourage people, just start. The first Mm. time it might be very uncomfortable, but you know what? If you've done it a few times, by the 10th time, you're going to feel so much more um, confident in conveying your message that you're actually going to enjoy it. Oh, I agree. So to that, I have an action that I taught myself is to be brave before lunch is to have that conversation, to send that email, to, to actually pick up that phone and have that telephone call that you're trying to avoid. But do it before lunch. But plug into that energy, even if it feels yeah. like it's draining you, even if it feels like this is negative energy, it's still energy. But use it to your benefit. The other thing that I also want to share, Amir, is something that I am very guilty to this. As I speak... I think. I don't think and then I speak. I just speak my mind. So it can happen that sometimes you pick up that people say really uh, things and you think that is so much nonsense or so stupid. But if you really listen, you will actually pick up that this person is telling you that they are thinking. Because when I speak, I will tell you, I think this and that. So when we have these conversations, we're actually going to pick up who's thinking and who already thought about what they want to say. And it will actually encourage you to engage in a different way, isn't it? Exactly. And I feel like it's such an important skill to learn. I've got two young kids at the moment. Uh, My son is nine and my daughter is four. Mm 
and just first of all understanding and learning to understand what type of communicators they are um has been very interesting and it's <laughs> it's through conversations that you discover that it's not through sitting in your room on your own or you know keeping the kids busy in different ways it is really through conversation because you will see who embraces the silence who just is a thinking talker <laughs> which yes. which i have to admit i am as well and who really will come back after an hour and say you know what mom i've thought about this and actually i he, my son does that often he would come back and he, he he would think about it and then he would come back with even a bigger revelation um wow. and without conversation in a family you will never get to that point and i think a lot of um arguing and misunderstanding and frustration actually is due to the fact that we don't understand the style of communication of the people in our own homes. Absolutely. One thing that I picked up, our children are 23 and 25 and our son-in-law is 27. And that is also a very new way <laughs> of thinking. And But one of the most beautiful things that I picked up as a mother when my children were smaller, when you actually teach them how to have a conversation about anything, any subject on the table, yeah. don't let them think they're wrong. They are um, just having mm -hmm. another, a different truth to yours and embrace everybody's truth. And at the end, nobody is wrong or right. Everybody has an opinion and you have the right to your opinion. Also, what I, what I actually, they taught me this, my children taught me this, is that you cannot just let children agree with you. If you encourage them to differ from you and think differently, they have so much more bravery and courage to really go out there and present themselves to other people. doesn't matter if they look weird or strange or people just shake their heads at your children. At least your children knows how to connect. Because communication is connection always. There's, there's no other way to connect than by communication. Exactly. And it's, it's such a worthy and um, valuable tool to have in your life instead of being uncomfortable with. I mean, in whether it is going to a new school, whether it's starting mm. a new job, whether, whether it is just, I mean, we've all been there telling someone that I love you. You know, yes. yeah. it can be such a big barrier purely because you are scared of communicating. Um, and I think that's such that is exactly what we want to motivate or encourage and teach and come along our listeners and say, listen, let's get talking. Let's, yes. let's help you yes. being comfortable talking with the people in your house. Talk to the people that you're traveling with, whether it's a, a, a journey with a colleague from work or whether it's the journey that you're taking as a parent with your children. Um, start talking, start, start the conversation and we will come alongside you and give you some mm. interesting conversation starters. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that encompasses what, what we would like to accomplish with this, Nicolette. What's your, Absolutely. Your yes. One of the things while you were talking, I was thinking about this. I remember that one day we were doing a session, me and a friend of mine, we were doing a team building session at a company. And um, during lunchtime, one of the ladies came up to us and she says, we have to talk to another colleague because that colleague really has bad body language. 
So we didn't pick it up. I thought the lady is really a kind, little bit shy, shyer than the others. And that is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. We just need to become that person's student. That was one of the, the wisest things my husband taught me. He always said, become the child's student. They, mm. Let the child teach you who he or she is. And our children are totally different, black and white <laughs> from each other. But I remember that day I was looking at this lady and at a body language, and suddenly my judgment, not my focus, my judgment was on this lady trying to figure out what a negative body language was. Yeah. So I, I decided during lunchtime, I'm going to connect with her. So I sat at the table, we starting to chat, and she was sitting a um, little bit to the uh, forward, but with her hands on her stomach. And I said, are you okay? And she says, I have such a terrible stomach ache, but I have it permanently. But if I put, if I can cross my arms and put it on my stomach, I can actually control the pain. So her colleagues picked up. They decided that her body language is telling everybody to stay outside of my zone. Yes. And actually, she was trying to include herself by controlling the pain. Okay. So what I learned that day is before we judge, communicate. Ask. Yes. Ask. Just ask and listen so that you can understand what it is, how you need to, to connect with this person. Yes. The, the caregivers has this amazing acronym they use that they call ALOHA. A-L-O-H-A. And it means when a caregiver comes in, they will ask, how do you do? How do you feel? Do you have pain? Whatever. And then they will listen to your answer. And while they listen, they observe the way you answer. Are you going to work with them? Are you going to be stubborn? Are you going to be whatsoever? And then they will help you. And if it's not them that needs to help you, they will ask you the next question. Let you write down the right telephone number. So I actually picked up in my family is to ask, to listen, to observe, to help, and to ask again. And it actually mm. brings a conversation to a conclusion. Yes. And that's a beautiful way to make the other person feel valuable and heard. Absolutely. Um, yes. Mm. Yeah. I have a friend. I actually told Amya about my friend a little bit earlier. But um, she's a very brand new friend, and I'm very chuffed to say that she picked me out as a friend. <laughs> but it's amazing to actually watch her guiding and, and really just handle a conversation. She will start a conversation with an icebreaker, but just a funny story she will tell, just something that happened or something she picked up. It's never something heavy. And by that, she includes everybody. People start this conversation. And if you actually observe, observe my friend, you will pick up how she then takes this conversation into a next level, maybe a little bit deeper. And if she thinks, no, it's getting too serious, she'll make it lighter again. And she just has a way to guide people how to start the conversation and how to stop the conversation. But when she leaves, you're like, I don't want you to leave. It's just so much fun <laughs> being with you. She always leaves something that you, you want, whatever she told you, you want to repeat it. You have to tell somebody else because the communication that happens with Silly is that it's extremely interesting. And that is what Travel Talk is all about, exactly. is to be interesting. Not right, just interesting. 
So it yes. doesn't matter if you think up a story and you use your imagination and other people might think, oh, you're just lying or speaking through your teeth. The fact is you have to encourage yourself to get this conversation going and just be interesting. Laugh at your own jokes. Um, say beforehand, tell somebody, this is just my imagination. It's not a lie. It's an imagination. But but make sure that people understand what is the difference. Um, you know what's quite interesting about travel talk that we had with our children is that when you tell a lie, you cannot remember the detail. Oh, so if yes. you're in a conversation and somebody starts lying, it's very easy to let they understand or them understand that you know that they're lying. You just ask them questions so that they must tell the story backwards. <laughs> and because it didn't happen, you don't have a picture in your mind of it. Yeah, the chronology. So, is so that's up. also very interesting. We actually will, when we have new visitors at home, we will always tell the people, okay, everybody, tell three things about yourself. Two things must be a lie and one thing must be the truth. And the rest of us must guess which is the lie and what is the truth. And Anya, it's amazing. You must play this with your family tonight at your dinner table. You won't believe how people struggle to lie because <laughs> they cannot think of something. You Which have is to... a good thing to know that people Absolutely. struggle with lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, mostly people don't lie. They really struggle to lie. It's just to get out of trouble. I wish I don't understand what I'm saying right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> but having chats, having conversations, not mm. just communication, but connect in some way, just to encourage each other to be brave before lunch, it's absolutely mm. life-changing. And um, what, what becomes evident when you are communicating and you're having these conversations and you're starting to have these travel talks, you will start to become a discerning receiver as well. Because yes. um, when you think of communication, there's always the sender and there's always the receive, receiver. But in between that sender and receiver, you've got a whole lot of interpretation happening. Mm -hmm. um, and the only way I feel that you become better at interpreting truthfully is if you actually spend time con commu communicating. Yes. Um, and there's so much insight that can be gained, not just by what the person says and the, as you say, the imaginary story that they're telling. You actually get to know the person behind the message. And I think yes. that's, that is the beauty. And when you were referring to your friend, I think the, the phrase that came to mind is she, her communication is rich. Yes, and yes. what a gift to be yeah. able to say that your communication is rich and it, it drips with gifts to people around you because you are a good communicator and Absolutely. what a gift to be able to give that to your children by guiding them and creating opportunities or your friends by creating opportunities to converse um and that's what we want to do we want Absolutely. to people do that and yes we want to get, get people. to meet listeners and be able to have interesting conversations in future which would be even more rewarding than just just the dream i am so looking forward to what we're going <laughs> to put on the table and what we're going to have to say about it so amy and i actually thought we're just going to have a three-minute chat <laughs> 
And this is now growing into a really awesome, amazing conversation. <laughs> and I love this. I absolutely love this. And I think that's the nice thing about conversations. It's mm -hmm. more than communication even. It's, a, it's such a great connection. It's such a sacred thing that happens that even if you try just to stop it, the one thing calls, one story calls on another story and it creates all of this energy that makes you so brave. I love the feeling. Absolutely. The, the reward is amazing. Yes. And it's not just in the conclusion, it's the journey that you actually get to enjoy of the, of the conversation. Absolutely. So, absolutely. You know yes. what, um, Ami, I have to share this with you. Because we are a family that really talks a lot, you know us now, but we really, really we, everybody speaks at one time. But what's really amazing is that we actually could pick up who is not interested in small talk. Oh. I don't like small talk. So what I was actually, and I didn't realize it at the beginning, even, only when I grew older, I realized that I picked it up for myself. But I have a way of getting out of small talk because I really like the big talk things. And I prepare myself to be interesting when I'm going to visit with someone. A few weeks ago, I visited with a lady we never met before. And when I sat in front of her, she said, tell me something about yourself. And I said, I don't like small talk. The whole energy in the house changed. And she was like, <laughs> oh, my soul, but what if I'm a small talk? And I said, don't you worry. I have something in mind. And I will guide this conversation <laughs> into some direction that both of us will feel we are walking away with something amazing. We had mm. such a great visit. It was just, it was beautiful. It was lovely. It was exciting. And the most amazing thing that I took away from that conversation, that visit, was that both yes. of us had confidence. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yes, because mm. she said, sometimes I want to make a joke, but a joke is not small talk. Small um, talk is when you no. want to complain about everything, the wet, the, the ch names changing of street names changing or whatsoever. That is small talk that you can't do anything about. But bring something to the table that yes. makes other people think. And one day I heard someone said, a good speaker, you know someone is a good speaker if the audience can walk away with a question. Ah, yes. Not the so, answers, the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so. the question leads to bringing it into your own home and not just yes. leaving it, you know, where, where yeah. you heard it. And it creates mm. this open space, more conversations coming from it. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need to answer all the questions that you are asked. You can, no. you can just ignore some of them. <laughs> <laughs> or be like me and think up your own amazing answer, even if it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just own it, girl. Just own it. <laughs> well, Nicolette, I really enjoyed today's journey with you. And um, I think we, we, we are setting off on a path of great excitement and enrichment for both of us. And then very definitely and hopefully to everyone listening in, um, maybe just in, in conclusion and giving a bit of a, an, a, a, a view of what people can look forward to, is we are aiming to also now start with the episodes raising questions that they can take away into their journeys in life and start as the conversation starters or when the conversation starts kind of emptying out of as you were saying the small talk when people tend to fit you know they tend to want to fill it with that and no one really 
always have something prepared, these questions that we will present will be ideal in getting your conversations into the 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 valuable, the rich, the amazing of of communication. So tools Absolutely. that you can take along. Yes, and I think what we need to say in conclusion is that remember that our main focus is to start with your family. Yes. It's not about impressing the people out there. Mm-hmm. It's just getting to connect with your own family and get them to have the courage in their comfort zone. And then when you get your, your children and your family into the zone where they are comfortable, they will push the boundaries from the inside out. And it's going to be beautiful. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> right. I'm here. Then next Thank week we you. chat further on. I'm looking forward to the subject we're going to come up with. Fantastic. And Good. have a wonderful week. <laughs> Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs> You can listen and download Travel and Talk Chats from your favorite podcast platform. And remember to take us along on your journeys. We love to share in your great conversations.